Hey guys, DJ here. This is a disclaimer. Applied Materials is a 100% non-profit, fan-made project set within the Orpheus Protocol game system. The Orpheus Protocol is an actual play podcast and tabletop role-playing game system created by Rob Stith and published by Varkalak Press. If you'd like to know more, please check out the main podcast at www.orpheusprotocol.com and patreon.com slash orpheusprotocol if you'd like to show more support for the main podcast. Thank you for your time, and please enjoy the following episode. This is Agent Tennessee. Operation Wildcard is live. Charon will be on standby for Helivac. Proceed with mission objectives. Tennessee out. Welcome to The Wild Card, an Orpheus Protocol fan server production. Starring Jonah as Chihiro Omoi, Connor as Adam Clearwater, Ryan as Rodney Anton, and me, DJ, as your host for tonight. The Wild Card contains violence, corporate treachery, eldritch wildfires, and the promise of freedom from a prison most foul. Consider this your warning. Previously on the Wild Card, Chihiro continues her search for survivors, heading upwards through the office building and encountering a few people whose interactions with her don't leave the psychic with much hope. Their work done, Adam and Rodney head back upstairs but are interrupted by the crackle of static. The radio of the dead soldier Adam immolated comes to life with activity, and the ex-priest shifts upstairs to the roof to greet the incoming helicopter with a barrage of fire. Alright, so, it is the end of the 10 minutes that uh, Rodney took to set up his trap. Uh, Jihiro, you are going first. You're at top of the initiative order. Okay, so right now I'm on the fifth floor. Yep. I The soldiers are not to where I am yet. What I'm going to do is, uh, the first thing I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to uh, text Cheryl and just tell her to get everyone downstairs and make sure they do not come up here. Yep, you fire off that text message. Uh, you see the double tick marks turn blue, which means she's read it. Uh, and now is again your turn, but this time you're also going with Ryan. Uh, okay. Rodney. So, uh, which whoever wants to go first, you can go first. You you can go if you want. I'm I'm basically just going to be. Um, yeah. Do you want to go first, Ryan? I don't know what I'm gonna do now that I have my trap set up. Uh, actually, I'm gonna activate impossible geometries, and I'm going to uh, hide. Also, reminder: uh, this challenge is also just starting when. Uh, Adam has set the helicopter pilot on fire, and he's gone back downstairs. So now, uh, Chihiro, as you fire off this text message, and Rodney, just before you find a place to hide, you hear the sound of the helicopter engine sort of like uh, rev, and then it moves off to the side. A few, and then a moment or two later, you hear a loud crash, bang, boom, explosion. Wonderful. Coming up with Metal Link. Uh- Agent O'Moy, I have solved part of the problem. Three hostiles inbound still, but their way out is gone. Good, good shit. And, uh, okay, Ryan, uh, Rodney, you would like to find a place to hide, correct? Uh, yeah, well, using impossible geometries, I'd kind of like to hide on top of the doorframe uh, with my gun just pointed down. Uh, okay. And the first guy, when he gets scared and runs off, that's fine. But then the second guy, I want to shoot him. So I'm, I'm going to ready. Alrighty then. 
so okay you in with very with very much this is cartoon physics you um this is going to sound weird on the podcast uh, you grab your crotch and pull your entire body upwards so that your legs are framing the door frame and your body is plastered on top of the ceiling i'd like you to roll a stealth check please that i will have to keep in mind once these soldiers come down here that is a plus three on the dice fuck yeah one sanity damage, and I get a plus three to stealth rolls the remainder of this scene. So I don't need to take that plus one in lieu of rolling because I got a plus three. So it's six, seven, eight, nine. All right. So, so the soldiers are going to have to roll against that nine if they want to spot you. Okay, yeah. So you you basically flatten yourself against the um, the top of the stairwell at the sixth, on the sixth floor and let the shadows sort of conceal you. So you, you're, you essentially turn yourself into like cartoon graffiti, as flat as you can manage with cartoon physics. Chihiro, your turn. What, what do you want to do? All right, uh, I, DJ, I, I want to. Okay. DJ, I want to ask you a question. Go ahead. Um, so, the I have an ability that says I need to be in line of sight. Um, can I use somebody else's sight? to use an ability like that i it doesn't specify uh what's the ability mesmerism Mm. so basically uh you target their mind with psychic noise and temporary catatonia and you want to use someone else's well my question is can i if i'm seeing if i can see through um uh, rodney's eyes would i be able to do it through him hmm Given that you're piggybacking off of a willing, uh, I suppose, volunteer, in open air quotes, yeah, sure, you'd be able to do that. I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. It's, so, it's going to feel really weird for Rodney, though. Yeah, so she's going to basically ask permission, with not with, like, word thoughts, but, like, sensations for both, for both Adam and for Rodney, whether... Uh, she's basically gonna like sit down, uh, like she's pretty much going to crawl underneath like a table or something, and ask for both of them whether she can see and like use their borrow their senses. Okay. Yeah. So, do you guys agree? Yeah. No reason not to. Uh, why not? I suppose. So yeah, the first thing. She, so the next thing she's going to do is actually very much the same thing as Rodney. Uh, she is going to uh, find a, a place to uh, hide herself, just like like in some kind, like under some kind of, like basically trying to find a spot where, she, like maybe I don't know, inside of some kind of cabinet or something, just like tucked away where normally she wouldn't be able to like. Like you wouldn't be able to fight or anything from there, but she's going to try to hide herself away so that okay. she can basically use her stuff um, from Adam and Mike and uh, Father and uh, Rodney Michael Mouse. So yeah, so, so essentially you're trying to find a place where you can set up a, like a temporary sort of surveillance yep. center to use their eyes as your own. Yep. Okay, uh, roll a stealth check. And that is going to cost me three initiative as well. Oh, wonderful! This this is absolutely wonderful. 
Did you forget that we are disturbingly <laughs> Oh my god! I rolled a plus, plus three, three also! Okay, I'll put toot strain into that. Um, We're very good at our jobs, DJ. I noticed. That's going to get me to an eight. All right. Chihiro is actually surprisingly dexterous. So, yeah. Okay, so you, you, you basically find a place, crawl underneath this computer table, and then pull the office chair and the CPU and whatever bags and stuff you can around yourself to make it look natural. But you're basic, you are basically hidden. Awesome. All right, now we go back down in the initiative order. Adam, do something. All right, so uh, another thing about pyrokinesis, it's uh, a line of sight ability. And there ain't nothing in the world saying you can't use it from inside the ventilation system, looking at people who aren't in the ventilation system. So I'm just going to take a walk and a hop through there and just be a roving ball of fiery death towards my enemies. Alright, so you are going to use impossible geometries to fit yourself into a vent. I mean, impossible geometries was already active, but yeah. So I would like you to roll another cell check. This will take another uh, three initiative from you. Uh, yeah, uh, that would be another three initiative. Well, I have rank A of stealth, and I can spend the physical screen to make it only two initiative. Two, only two initiative, okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so I'd like to point out on the initiative tracker right now, everybody is now going to act next. Oh, really? And I mean everybody. That's yeah. funny. Wow. Which kind of works out well narratively. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Chanel. Nice. Yep, that's basically it, Chanel. That's only oh, Jesus. That's only a plus one on the dab, but that's still a total of nine. I do have a rank A in stealth, so I could try to re-roll. I'll put the strain to make the ten. You can't hear me, but I'm smiling. I, no, I, I, can, he I can hear I can the smile. I can hear you say that you're smiling. Okay, so it is now. Everybody. <laughs> Actually, wait, hold on a second. What's everybody's speed? If I'm not mistaken, this is how you break ties with. Uh, oh, it's base initiative attribute. Not, oh, base not initiative speed. attribute. So, what's everybody's base initiative again? Eight. Nine. Uh, Rodney, what's your base initiative? Rodney. You're, you're muted if you're trying to talk. <laughs> you're muted again. <laughs> Fuck me, it's a nine. God damn it. My bad. Uh, so nine nine for Rodney, nine for Chihiro, eight for Adam? Yep. They don't have it. Okay. Well, okay nine. then. So Jonah and Ryan, it's a toss-up between the both of you. You can go first, or, or I mean, they can go first if, like, you know. Because I, mean, I don't think... Narratively, the soldiers will go first. But then after oh, the act, okay. it'll be the both of you. Uh, in, that, in that case... Um... I'm going to wait until uh, the soldiers go through the door before we decide this. Right, they're going to go before us, but after that, I'll go after you. Mm -hmm. I'll also go All after right. Father Clearwater, because what I'm going to do is probably just is going to be based on what, what they are able to do. All right, so all three of you now hear the approaching rotors of another helicopter. Uh, this uh, one Connor, is probably ours. Uh, Connor, where are you hiding again? In a vent in the, not the 10th floor? Uh, yeah. 
Okay, so what you hear, you don't have to roll any awareness or anything. This is very loud. Uh, you hear bootsteps heading down the the um, the fire escape stairs, and then you hear the sound of metal doors opening, followed by the sounds of like carabiners being clipped onto ropes. So you hear a bunch of people jump out at what all three at once, and then disappear. Those motherfuckers are using the elevator system. Oh, and it's the 10th floor, so there isn't a chance that there's an elevator above them. There goes my plan. Oh, no, but they still do have carabiners. You fool. Right, Rodney, I, uh, I'm going to go to you first. From your hiding place, uh, pressed against the ceiling, you hear the sound of the elevator doors in the um, sixth floor lift lobby opening, and you hear a set of boots sort of land on the floor. You don't hear anything for a few moments, and then uh, you hear these foot, uh, footsteps advance into the what you presume to be might be the office space, and it's your turn. Oh, so they just came in through the other entrance. Shit. I'm going to, like... Exorcist style, make my way over closer to them. If you can get, if you can get within line of sight, I can make their lives a little more difficult. Okay, so you are attempting to move through stealth, right? Uh, yes. Using impossible geometries. Yes. You slither your way between the crack of the top of the door frame and the door itself, and it it looks really weird. It's a two D image of Rodney, but he is essentially doing like the Spider-Man crawl along the ceiling and you see a single soldier clad in black. He has an assault rifle. He looks very basically identical to the guy that was down that um, Adam fried downstairs in the sub-basement. He is looking around this office space. He doesn't know that you're there. Yep. So now Jonah, uh, Chihiro, it's your turn. Uh, she's going to make sure. So there's just one of them on this floor. Yep. Just one. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's not too bad. Um, she's she's going to at the same time say, um, Adam, you need to make sure that the others don't get to the civilians. Um, and she is going to use mesmerism on this guy. Okay. Uh, she is going to reroll. Very nice. Um, that's a plus two on the dice. She is going to spend. I'm going to spend three strain, three combat attempt strain, and. That is going to get me to a 10. Um, Jesus. Uh, and he has to roll stability or discipline against okay. that. You pass. Okay. So I'm going to spend... Uh, I'm going to spend 5 initiative, and he is going to lose 10 initiative. God. So he just kind of freezes there in Catatonia. Um, so that, that, will, that will bring him into negative to the, for the next round. He's not going to be able to do anything for a while. All right. So this scene is basically a Rodney as you crawl along the um, ceiling. And you see this guy. You get the message from Jihiro. Like, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. And as this guy turns around, you peel off the, well, the, the, your, the top half of your body off from the ceiling and become three-dimensional again. And from the costume eyes of your suit head... It's just go entirely black and then pinpoint, and he is now frozen there, stock still, maybe shaking slightly, as uh, that mesmerism takes hold. Adam, your turn. Uh, all right. Uh, get over to the elevator shaft, look down. Are still people on the ropes, or have they gotten off at their destination? Uh, 
I would like you to roll an awareness for me, please. You're looking down Son a rather a dark. You're looking down a rather dark elevator shaft. Uh, I would struggle with this as well. But uh, as you like uh, ash your way out of the vents, come back into physical form, and walk over to the open elevator doors, you do see like three, uh, like three spikes in the floor and three carabiners attached to them. Also, you also hear the sound of the helicopter rotor. It is directly above you on the roof, or rather not above the roof. Sorry. Now I could get out without informing you. No, no. I'm going to do good today, and I'm just going to set the ropes attached to the carabine as a blaze. Like, okay. twofold, I get light, and I get to see if anyone is still fucking on those ropes. And if they are, they're going to wish they weren't. Yep. Okay, so you're using pyrokinesis on the inanimate object, so I don't need to roll anything. You bend, you kneel down, you, you spread your hands, and touch all three ropes. Okay, yeah, you set the ropes on fire. Uh, I'm going to roll... Well, uh, I'm going to roll luck. Uh, you don't hear any screams of panic or fear uh, when, you set, when the, these jets of flame just ignite these ropes. But you do get a nice little view all the way down the elevator shaft. Uh, there is no one there. And you can see the top of the elevator at the, um, what you assume is the lobby. A uh, really good distance down. Son of a bitch. And uh, next up would probably just be going back and starting to ash my way down to where those ropes terminate. Okay. The ropes are actually, actually terminate on different floors, so I would like you to choose. You can't see which ropes terminate where, so I just want to ask you uh, which rope are you going to pick, the first, second, or third? I'll take left. You turn into ash and follow this, the left rope down. This one terminates on the eighth floor, and... Uh, as you return back into human form, you see, well, you catch this one soldier leading what you assume to be the management staff, including a very well-dressed, well, there are several well-dressed men and women there. They look like senior management staff, and this guy is herding them at gunpoint towards the fire escape stairs, and that's what you see. Hmm. Now, how much initiative? So now it is a toss-up between you, Connor, Ryan, and the rest of the soldiers. May I, Ryan? I uh, might be in a bit of a pickle right now, and while it would be nice to... Uh... You may. You may. Okay, horrible demon of distortion. Uh, you absolute card, you. Thank you for the honor. Now, uh, while it is tempting to... Uh... You know, the Bible says, as a rich man, yeah, camel of heaven, I have a needle, all that. I do also think that maybe we don't sacrifice these people to the uh, floor hole. So uh, that man's going to fry. And then my next action would probably be go down so he can stop shooting at me. But that'll be two initiatives later. All right, so roll that discipline. I'm gonna have to roll against roll against that. Oh my I'll, god! I'll put in three strain. Uh, three strain, two strain, make it a seven. Wait, can, did you already use your reroll for discipline? I haven't. Oh, you're right. I haven't used my reroll yet. Just the uh, ranks one and two. So one strain to make it a plus one, making it a six. And discipline has three ten strain. I haven't spent yet. That. Makes it uh, about a nine. 
so you uh, that is three degrees of success. So he's taking uh, three plus whatever one d three you roll. Oh Jesus! Oh. So six. God, six unpreventable by any means fire damage. And this is uh, rank two, so uh, I may pay three initiative, two humanity, and two mental strength to deal an additional one d three damage. My God! Do it. Nice. So that's a total of eight. Okay, he's taking eight fire unpreventable, uh, unpreventable fire damage because this guy is definitely not magical. Cool. And uh, uh, you turn as you resolve yourself into your physical form. This whole bunch of people are very surprised at your sudden appear the sudden appearance of a man with a black tie, white shirt, no suit, jacket, pants, shoes, um, Nicholas Cage sort of manifest. In the lift lobby, look at the soldier that's uh, escorting them, and the soldier is now on fire. He's screaming very, 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 very loudly. He's still standing, but he is just bellowing in pain and rage as he raises his gun to shoot at you. Uh, so I'd have like you heard the to... word of our good Lord Jesus Christ? So you're going to need to roll a dodge. I if will. You want to roll a dodge. No, I'm going to roll a dodge. I'd prefer to uh, plus my dodge. Uh, plus that is if you, if you can roll for dodge. No, I've got a B in dodge. Nice, 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 nice. And uh, add a vague value? <sighs> Not very good. I'll take my reroll. Worse. Worse. Oh, wonderful. So, like, you're probably going to hit me if it's any help. Okay, so what was your... So your, your, your end result is a minus two. Total... Uh, my end result is a one, uh, after, a one. The, okay. after the re-roll, yeah. But I fucked up uh, on the re-roll really bad. Yeah, so that is three he is getting three degrees of success on you. By the way, you're going to need to get a crowd of people ready to make a temp insanity roll on the side. I know. Jesus. I know. <laughs> no. Well, good news is that the soldier also has to. Good okay, news. so he's, you're taking, what, 9-4? It's basically, in this case, it would be 9-4 and then 6-4. So it would be like one big, one big sustained burst of fire. Yeah, like you're not wearing any armor, though, Father. Yeah, so it, so it would, like, it would technically can... just be um, uh, fifteen slash eight, eight. But it's actually, <laughs> it's actually just uh, two sanity damage instead. Uh, weirdly enough, depending on how many enigmas I get, it might be no sanity damage. Oh boy. Okay, so yeah, you get filled positively filled, riddled with bullets. Uh, like, the front of your the front of your white shirt is now copiously red and black as these bullets tear through you. Uh, gouts of blood and flame erupting from your back, splattering against the wall behind you, and you fall over, very much dead. But obviously, you're not dead because machinations is a thing. And just for a second, when the fire and ash leaking from my body resolves itself into just so many. So many angry spirits clawing and trying to rip their way out of me. They all just kind of get sucked back in. And Adam just stands back up, dusts himself off. All right. I take it you'll be uh, taking the southbound train out of here then. I'm just going to roll to see how many people are, how many of these uh, CEOs and people are there here. Okay, so that's six people plus one soldier. So that's seven. I need to make seven breakdown rolls. Okay, so uh, Connor, I'd like you to note down on your sheet that you're taking five enigmas. Cool. Two of those are immediately going to prevent the sanity damage. 
so you see this this very sharply dressed man and a woman uh, standing next to him, both sort of blink once or twice at this tableau, but they say nothing. Okay, so two of them are going into fight, flight, or freeze. Uh, they are going to go into flight mode. So you see another man and another woman just scream in unsuppressed terror and bolt uh, down the uh, it, out past you. Uh, no, not past this. Uh, they are going to run towards the fire escape stairs, yank the door, uh, push the door open, and then run downstairs. The other two, uh, two more men, because both of them rolled a minus two, uh, they are both going to freeze. The, the other two men, uh, both they are both just frozen there in shock, having seen ghostly faces press against your flesh as your bullet wounds comes back together. Uh, you even see a dark trail of, you know, running down one, uh, one pant leg. The soldier rolled a minus three. This guy is going insane for three rounds. Uh, unfortunately for him, he's also on fire. So you see this uh, soldier, he's just bellowing in pain. He is he, he slowly advanced towards you as he filled you full of bullets. And when you stood back up, he was basically like within hugging, uh, within arm's reach. He sees this happen, uh, goes oddly quiet, reaches for his sidearm, puts it to his underneath his chin and blows his head off. All right. Thank you, kindly, I suppose. Um, uh, if you could uh, bring some donuts to Sunday service, that would be wonderful. And uh, thank you. And I'll just uh, pat the corpse that's lumped onto me on the shoulder and nudge it to the side. And it falls to the ground. Uh, the sharply dressed man and the other sharply dressed woman sort of staring at you. The man shakes his head and goes, you have no idea what you've just done. Uh, are you complicit? Because, like, uh, I got more juice in the tank. Okay, Ryan, it's your turn. There is a soldier standing in front of you. He is frozen solid. What do? Should I put him down or should I just go down? I'm asking Chihiro, should, should I just off him or should I just ignore him and let Chihiro do so? Oh, yeah. Take him out. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, do, do I have to roll for this? He's standing still. <laughs> no. Just describe to me how you kill him. No, I, I just, it's just a, it's just a quick shoot him in the head and then I, I'm gonna go Although, back down. Yeah, this man is helpless. You peel yourself off the ceiling, hold your gun to his forehead and pull the trigger. I like it's a real horror. Because this man didn't even raise a gun at you. I mean, that might just be straight humanity loss. Oh, wait, no, yeah, no. Um, killing someone who's obviously a threat, but it's not a attack. That's just straight, you lose one humanity. Oh, yeah, that's just one humanity, yeah. Uh, this is one humanity, yeah, you lose one humanity. So down we go on the initiative tracker. Ryan, uh, it is now the soldier's turn, unfortunately. So I would like all of you to roll me a horror check at the sounds of gunfire and then screaming that you can hear through the floor slash ceiling. God damn it. Well, fuck. Oh, fuck. oh Jesus. Uh, I'm yeah. just... I'll put one strain in to get a six. I'll put three strain in to get a nine. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna put one in to make the seven. Yeah, all of you pass your sense to lose four. Uh, got it. One strain. I'll take that down to one. I will put one strain into one. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. And, uh, Rodney, it's your turn. 
I will at possible geometries, man, I have taken a lot of damage. Michael will warp up through the ceiling and look to see if I see the dude. Okay, so you're basically, you, you teleport up one floor to floor seven. You rubber band your way through the cracks in the floor, and you find a, another soldier dude, looks very identical to the one that you just shot, uh, standing over a bunch of civilian corpses. These guys look more like office workers, and a bunch of the janitors, basically your friends, that you've made in the last three weeks. Uh, they are all very dead. Uh, the, the man's gun is smoking, and you can see him casually dropping a magazine out from the gun and putting, replacing it with a fresh one as he presses an ear to uh, what you assume a headset inside his helmet. And he's talking into it, but it's inaudible from where you are. You are behind him with your stealth score, so he does not know you're there. I shoot him in the back of the head. All right, make a ranged attack. Yep, so roll a ranged attack. Uh, I'm going to invoke my principle of protect those who cannot protect themselves. I will spend the punch train I can. Uh, I got a plus five on the dice. I got a six, five, and a four. So that's plus six. My dexterity and perception added together is three. Uh, so six plus three is nine. Well, six degrees of success. So he's getting that's ten, four, and then four, four. the four, back right? of the head. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's 14 slash one, but I mean, you, you, you still killed him dead. What happens is you had teleported up to this level. You basically manifest right behind him, pull your gun. It is aimed at the little point where the bottom of the helmet clear and the, um, the top of his vest meet his neck. And so you surprise him, shove your gun barrel, uh, pointing upwards towards like his brain, and bang, bang, he drops like a sack of potatoes. I like to imagine that, you know that thing where whenever someone's head shakes in a cartoon, it sounds like coins rattling in a can? That, 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 that's, what the, that's what the bullet sounds like. He goes, uh, in, in his helmet, and then he falls over. So yeah, these guys are very much dead. I'm going to say now that uh, combat is not over. Okay. The, helicop- the helicopter is still, you can hear it's still above you. But then, Adam, this man and woman that you're standing in front of, uh, the sharply dressed man, he kind of straightens his uh, suit jacket, and he goes, well, as much as you have meddled, you're not stopping. I'm leaving. And he turns on his heel and heads towards the, the staircase. And the, the woman behind him follows him. Uh, no, no, don't, don't let them leave, Father. Cool. Don't kill them, but don't let them leave. Oh, well, now you can be. Okay, so I'm just gonna... I can make that easier, by the way. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, teleport in between him and the door. And And I'm going to mesmerize both of them. Wonderful. All right. So, waddle? Yep, so you poof right in front of this dude and the other lady. And bam, roll roll the thing. Do the thing. I'll roll both of those. And uh, I can, because I have three sympathetic fields now, I can give myself a massive fucking headache, debilitating days, and um, essentially, rather than doubling the initiative that I spend that they lose, I quadruple the initiative that they Jesus that I spend Christ. that they lose. But it, it's it's not great in combat because <laughs> I get debilitating days from it. So let's 
take a plus two on the first one, plus, uh, let me roll the second one just to see. Yeah, plus one on the second one, take a plus two and then a plus one. Use my principle of never stop digging no matter what anyone says or does. We need to get, these people are clearly in on it. <laughs> They're clearly in on whatever the fuck is going on here. And uh, we need to, we, we don't have any survivors that can talk. So we need these guys. So uh, for the second one, I'm going to invoke that principle, and that's going to bring me um, to a nine. So ten on the first, nine on the second. Yeah, you knocked both of these those checks out of the park. So the moment Adam, you sidle up in front of these two, they see your eyes just go wide, pin uh, pinprick irises, and then back to being normal. And Adam, you you don't quite feel the same sort of effects as Chihiro channels her telekinetic power through your head, but you do see what happens to these two. They go from being smug as a snake to standing there drooling out of the corner of their mouths. Tie them up before it runs out. I don't have time to just focus on this all all day. And uh, I'll make I'll go downstairs, make sure that we can get everybody out when uh, our backup arrives. Adam, roll awareness. Although I am sharing his senses, would I be able to roll awareness through his senses too? Uh, I mean, yeah, sure, go ahead and do it. I'm still under the desk. I mean, <laughs> I would probably take some kind of penalty because Adam's got probably at this point a decent amount of hearing damage from all the gunshots that just went off in his ears a while back. Tonight is death is a fucking post, apparently. Uh, but yeah, um, that's a total of three. I will be spending strain here because this feels important. Cool. That's going to be a six. Nine. Well, the both of you uh, hear very distinctly a second set of uh, helicopter rotors approaching your position. Very nice. Followed by the rapid fire thump, 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 thump of a machine gun. Yes. No, this is good. Along with that noise, very shortly after, you hear more metal screeching, rotor spinning, and another explo- another crash bang boom explosion from down below you, as this third set of rotors replaces the uh, that, uh, and, that set of rotor noises above the... And that's building. why they call them Karen, as in C-H-A-R-R-O-N, not C-K-A-R-E-N. Thank you very much. Uh, Chihiro, you actually feel another, uh, a mental presence poke against your mental link. Hmm? It's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's like... Um, the psychic, the psychic like somebody's knocking of, on me. A, Knock. You have uh, mail. It's the psychic, yeah, it's the psychic equivalent of someone calling you. Oh, hey. Uh, are you opening up to that yep. link? Or? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep, you open up the connection, and you, you hear uh, all of you here inside your mind. Uh, hey, this is Charon. I'm here on the roof. Come, all right. Come up quickly. We'll, we'll be coming up. There are civilians below that we have to get out of the building. They can just... They should be able to just take the stairs and leave, but we are going to have to probably uh they're, they're probably gonna have to be processed by somebody i guess there's an orpheus qrf on the way just uh awesome get up okay. here get up here now while i still have while i still have uh air superiority okay yeah got it i'll get out from under this desk and so with the three of you i suppose link up on the eighth floor where adam has these two uh, civ- uh these two clearly complicit civilians hogtied as you get up onto the roof, you see that it is a big 
or not, not really big one, more like a moderate-sized transport chopper. The pilot like kind of stare, uh, kind of looks down at the, the the roof access door opening, sees the three of you, gives you a thumbs up, and then you see a bunch of ropes uh, descend from the sides of the of this helicopter. Looking up at this sort of scene in the the, the side doors of this helicopter, you can see two more what you presume to be Orpheus uh, soldiers. They're manning the ropes while also looking down at the other black-clad soldiers in the parking lot and surrounding the building. They are occasionally firing off rounds and kind of dodging fire, but otherwise they are kind of making the gestures of like, hey, come on, get up here. Yep. Boy, I hope these are the right people because otherwise we're fucked. Rodney, using possible geometry, and keeps teleporting up and actually teleports into the blades of the helicopter. He turns into, he turns into sliced ham. Or he okay, uh, teleports into he teleports and smacks into the roof of the uh, of the uh, inside of the helicopter and turns into an accordion. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. I, actually, you know what? I, I think that's canon. He does accordion his uh, head against the the inside of. Uh, yep. You you you, you do this. Uh, the guys inside are like, huh? you see what I have to deal with. Yeah, the rest of you that don't have teleporting powers. Um, Chihiro, Which is just help. me. Yeah, it's just you and the two, your two prisoners. Yep. Yeah. Floret, uh, Jihiro, you wanna uh, brain dance with these people and extract all we can before leaving them to die? Or are we gonna take them? No, let's them? take them with us. I mean, uh, sure, I can do that, but I have a fucking headache. Okay, I'll, I, I wanna do it later, okay? Uh, like, dr- calm, just drink from your flask and forget your troubles. She's going to uh, glare at Father Clearwater and say, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't have a problem. I can stop anytime I want. Well, and she, takes, she uh, takes it. And then she's going to chug it. Yeah. No, she chugs the rest of the flask. Exactly. Okay, okay. so uh, Chihiro, you strap up these two prisoners. They, you harness them to these ropes. And the soldiers above you sort of haul uh the, your prisoners up into the helicopter then they lower one more rope for you that goes swimmingly and uh, the five of you are bundled up into this essentially it's a huey and uh rapidly fly away from the scene and behind you as you leave you can start hearing more sounds of gunfire as below you you see unmarked vehicles uh, pulling up outside the uh, complex soldiers of a different persuasion getting out and Yay. exchanging gunfire with the black-clad uh, paramilitaries that you were fighting. Orpheus, the, go. The helicopter takes you to a safe house on the other side of Johannesburg, lands on the roof of a... It's a very nondescript sort of like a warehouse building. It lands outside, and immediately you see like a, a whole swarm of people come out to quickly uh, stop the rotors, cover up the helicopter with the tarp, bring it into the warehouse so it's not noticed, and they escort you into an underground safe house where sitting at a table in a uh, sort of moderately sized conference room is a bearded individual wearing a baseball cap. He's a man. He's got a maroon polo t-shirt, cocky cargo pants, combat boots. As he sees the five of you enter the room, he takes off the headset that he's wearing and says, well then, I see that's an operation well done. Mm-hmm. We'll take these two into Orpheus' custody and see what sort of information we can wring from them. But otherwise, 
I've got another assignment for the three of you. Oh, fantastic. All right. You'll get your rest on the plane ride, but I have three tickets for you. You are heading to Japan. It's from Japan! Very sorry. I didn't feel what is Yes, I'm also... My family lives in Japan. Uh, we get fake IDs, right? I was leaving Japan, remember? Yeah, yeah, Find yeah. Yeah. Of, uh, uh, of, of course, your uh, your identity will be obfuscated. It's a standard Orpheus procedure, don't worry. Oh, thank fuck. You'll be meeting with Nightflight, another Orpheus sale. They just... When you sent out that information you got from that server room in that building, they were deployed to that cargo ship, the intelligence that you pulled from the server room. The, um, and he consults the, uh, the, if you print out the Hanover Bridge. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, they've, been, they've just been dispatched there. Their mission is still ongoing, but you're going to make your way to Japan and back them up once their investigation finishes. Or if they're still going, you will, you will assist. Okay, what time is the flight? It's in, he checks his watch, about four hours. Okay. Um, listen, guys, I am going to... Uh, <sighs> what I'm going to do next depends on this question. Um, we are going to be reimbursed for business expenses, yes? Of course. All right. I'm going to go to an airport bar and drink it. <laughs> See you guys later. I just quietly look at my at our handler. I would like to start investing my uh, fund into a substance abuse counseling for uh, my senior agent, Chihiro. Don't you fucking dare try that intervention shit with me. Fine. I'll start investing it in spare livers for you. That might make up for the fact that you... Never mind. Thank you, father. And thank you, Rodney. Uh, so great working with both of you. Take care of yourselves. I will see you on the plane. Or, you know, maybe I won't because I'll probably be sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the day. Rodney in a voice that sounds like his, but trying to do a very bad Mickey Mouse impression. Uh, fluently speaks Japanese. Jihiro is Japanese, correct? Yeah. Uh, like she, well, she's a, American, but her family is Japanese, and she speaks it fluently. Rodney in fluent Japanese, of course, with a very unintended accent, would say, uh, "It's a pleasure to work with you two." I every day I hear that voice is <laughs> really something. I suppose it would be best to prepare for the trip now. Rodney, do you know where I could? Uh, Buy one of those Katakana t-shirts and some of those cat ears. Uh, Rodney won't speak, but he will nod. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to... I'm going to look like fucking shit after this, but these cops won't recognize me. It's now absolutely canon that Michael is... Uh, Michael, God damn it! Rodney is gonna speak fluent Japanese the entire time while he's in Japan as just an instinct. Right, as the three of you file out of the uh, conference room, you can hear your handler behind you uh, put his headset back on and say, Night flight, your reinforcements are en route. This has been The Wild Card, an Orpheus Protocol fan server production. Thank you to Jonah for playing Chihiro, Connor for playing Adam, and Ryan for playing Rodney. And I will see you 
in the next episode. Good night. In Tokyo, Japan, three Orpheus agents are briefed by their handler, Tennessee. Agents Dylan Jameson, Adrian Newman, and Jesse Lale are dispatched to a section of the East China Sea off the southwestern coast of Japan. Their mission? To find a missing cargo freighter with applied materials ties by the name of Hanover Bridge. Next time, in Undertow.